in times like these when you're struggling, it's okay to have a bad day, a bad couple weeks. Hi guys and welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. So glad you guys decided to come back, give us another listen. It has been a crazy couple of weeks. First of all, we did not get a podcast out last week because the audio got completely messed up. It was going to be a really fun podcast too. We had recorded it with our other sister, so I'm really bummed out that you guys aren't going to get to hear that. Hopefully, We'll be able to do it again sometime so that way you can meet our other sister Vicky, get to know her. Um, she's really funny so it would have been really nice to have her on the podcast. Yeah, I was pretty bummed we didn't get to actually put that out there because I thought it was hilarious. We were literally laughing like the whole time we were trying to record. I know, it was so fun. It's exactly like our conversations go when we're just hanging out. And I think she did a really good job of just kind of, like not that we haven't been laughing with each other, but we're both more serious. So I think she did a really good job just like breaking that tension making it a little bit more easy going I guess more go with the flow and so we're kind of hoping to keep that attitude moving forward throughout these podcasts because I just I thought it was so fun and I'm so bummed out that it didn't work out yeah it was pretty upsetting and it actually gave us something to laugh about in these kind of unique times it's been a little boring sitting at home in quarantine I think this is my third week of being home and oh, I'm getting sick of it, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's my fourth week, actually, because um, since I'm a school teacher, I had off for spring break the week before all of this started, really, or not started, but really like picking up steam. Um, so it's been about a month now, I think, that I've been sitting at home and oof, it's been a long month. And obviously, again, just as kind of a disclaimer, I guess, we're really lucky. No one we know has gotten sick. We're not sick. Um, and we feel really, really lucky in that instance. But we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what we've been doing in quarantine, hopefully bring a little bit of, I don't know, a little relief to the situation, I guess. But we've just been, besides like working on the podcast and, you know, cleaning and that kind of stuff, there hasn't been too much to do because we live in an apartment and it's so small and there's not a lot you can do outside. So we've been watching a lot of TV and I know the big thing that's going around right now is The Tiger King on Netflix and Isabel watched it, but I only made it through one episode. So spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, Isabel's going to talk a little bit about The Tiger King. Yeah, I did not think I was going to want to watch it, but I got so bored and I saw all the memes coming out about it. I was like, I have to see what this is about. And it's a little bit sad, to be honest, for like the animals. I really don't like seeing situations where animals are not being taken care of very well or like they might be getting abused a little bit or neglected. Ugh, it really gets my emotions going when I have to watch that. But the other parts were like kind of funny because the main guy, Joe Exotic, he's really over the top. So I thought it was really hilarious, but I know Lindsay didn't want to watch it because of the animal aspect. So if, if you don't like watching stuff where animals seem a little bit sad, then maybe it's not the show for you. 
No, it made me too sad. Uh, every time I was looking at the tigers, I just felt awful for them. And then the guy, Joe Exotic, or whatever his name is, he just, huh, like, just him all together, like, I just, I don't like watching that kind of stuff. Like, it's not entertaining to me. I know that a lot of people are out there are watching it just because they, like, find it funny. They just find it funny to watch this guy. But honestly, it just makes me a little sad that there are people like this that do this kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean, I feel like at first he had good intentions and he cared about the animals, but it just went downhill when he got worried about, like, money and this other girl, Carol, who he didn't like and was his rival. He was trying to come for her. It was crazy and there's a story about her possibly maybe having to do with the disappearance of her old husband it was just crazy and i mean i felt a little bit bad for him at the end because he seemed really remorseful like he felt bad about what he did to the animals because he was talking about these chimps he had and he had them for like 10 years or something in cages next to each other and then when he sent them away to a sanctuary before he went to prison, they finally got to actually see each other for the first time. And he said they were so happy and they just hugged each other. So he felt bad about what he did to them. So, I mean, it's a story about maybe like, what's the word? Redemption? Yeah, yeah. Redemption, I guess. <laughs> kind of. I mean, he still did bad things, but... Or remorse. Maybe remorse is a better word. Yeah, he felt bad about it in the end and realized he messed up. So at least that's good. Yeah, I just couldn't with that show. It was just too much. It was making me sad. I'd rather go watch something else. Like, I'm in the middle of rewatching The Office, which is fun. And I'm watching Outlander, which if you haven't watched Outlander, you definitely should. The first, I think, three seasons are on Netflix. It's really good. After that, you have to, like, catch up um, on stars. So maybe you don't want to get stars, but you could at least watch the first three episodes. Or, sorry, first three seasons. It's really good. It sounds kind of cheesy when you explain it because it's a time-traveling love story. But it's set in Scotland, and it's so good. The main characters are amazing. The writing is amazing. The acting is amazing. I just, I love the show. It's also a book, too, if you, if you want to read it. I have watched a little bit of that show, but it's not something I can really binge. And when I'm home for this long, I like to just binge through a bunch of stuff. So I haven't watched it since I've been home for the quarantine, but... Yeah, it's definitely something that I can binge. I love anything that's like a period piece. I think it's so exciting and it's cool to see different times and places and how things were done and it's just interesting to me and it's really good. So you could also check that out as well while you're sitting at home with nothing to do. But besides our binging, pretty much what we've been doing is just working from home, taking the dog on walks, not a whole heck of a lot. And it's really sad sometimes when you look at all the news and all the news just seems super depressing and it's important to watch the news and pay attention to it so you know what's going on. But at times it can just, it can be a lot. And also because the news seems to not really give any of the good stories or the good things that are happening um, surrounding coronavirus. So I thought we could talk a little bit about that today too. Yeah, I think it's a good thing to talk about because just being home... I've lost so much motivation to do anything, really. I just do my homework that I have to do, kind of do some dishes, take my dog for a walk once in a while. It's hard to keep the motivation up when you've been home for so long. I don't know how, like, stay-at-home moms keep their motivation up to be doing something every single day. It's very difficult for me. I think you have to have a lot of um, willpower and set a schedule for yourself and stick to the schedule 
because I've noticed that I was staying up later and sleeping in later than I normally would and the hours at the school got adjusted because normally I would have to be to school by like 6.45, but now I don't have to be up for school until 8, so like my entire schedule was getting pushed back and changed, so I was staying up later, and when I start staying up later, I get really bad insomnia. Like I, I can't sleep, I'm staying up too late, I'm not very good at shutting my brain down, and so I need to kind of get back on my schedule, and I think that will help everything because it's never good when I'm not getting sleep, but then I just start getting more anxious about things and overthinking and over worrying and it's just not a good combination. Yeah, that's true. I've been going to bed the same time, but I've been accidentally sleeping in later and later. I don't want to have to set an alarm, but I feel like it'd be good for me to set an alarm just to keep on a schedule somewhat. That's my goal for next week is to get up before I need to start working for school and go on a walk with the dog before all of that happens just to kind of get me going and get me in the right frame of mind and just get some fresh air, get outside, stretch the legs. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I felt a lot better today. We went on a walk with our dogs and I came back just feeling better than I have been the past few days because I wasn't feeling that good. I wasn't really feeling up for going on walks, but once we did, it like improves the whole rest of your day. Right. And we really don't know how long any of this is going to last. Hopefully this is over really soon. I think right now most of the stay-at-home orders are through the end of April and let's hope that, you know, by then we've gotten something figured out. But if we haven't gotten something figured out and we have to stay at home even longer, I mean, it's going to be really important to keep your mind sharp and just basically not let yourself go crazy with just sitting at home watching the same, you know, wall in front of you with nothing to do. You got to kind of create something for yourself to do. Jacob and I have been playing some cards. We ordered a board game. And so it's just kind of good to keep it up and keep um, like change up your routine a little bit just so it doesn't get stale. And luckily for Jacob, he still gets to go out because he's still part of an essential industry. So he gets a little bit of a break from staying inside, which is nice for him. But Man, it's been a long time, which is why I think we need to look at the good news surrounding everything that's been going on and give ourselves like a little bit of a pep talk, a little bit of a bump to our spirits because there are so many Americans who are stepping up right now and just really taking charge and um, putting a lot of self-sacrifice out there to make sure that their neighbors are okay. And I just love those stories. I'm inspired by those stories. Um, And I think it's a lot... You need to balance out hearing about the death tolls with hearing some really good stories or you're just going to get too depressed, to be honest. I agree. And it just reminds you how great humanity can be. It just makes me want to be a nicer person and be able to go help people when I can because I know there's people out there who would do the same for me if I needed it. And that should just be our attitude all the time is just help the people who need it because even though we're struggling, we're not always the ones struggling the most and you can still help somebody else. Yeah, some of the stories that I came across were some were individuals, some are companies. So some of the individuals that are doing some really great stuff, um, there are people that are going out there and shopping for the elderly and not just the elderly that they know, but 
Um, they've created ways for people. I don't know if it was an app or an online service or what exactly it was, but basically you can say like, hey, I need help. And then they go and get you groceries or toiletries or whatever it is that you need. And you don't have to go out since it's affecting the elderly the most as far as the death rate goes. I just thought that was awesome. We're taking care of a population that needs to be taken care of and making sure that, you know, we do our part. So I really liked that on an individual level. On a more of a company level, there's so many of these companies out there now that have stopped their production of whatever it is they normally make um, and they've started either making masks or making ventilators because that's what we need and it's almost like when you go back and you look at history during war times when like people would all these companies would basically shut down and just start making whatever we needed for war except for instead of war we're fighting this virus and I just I thought that was really inspirational and you know, no one's forcing them to do this. They're just doing it because they know that that's what the people around them need. Yeah, that's really awesome. I heard about uh, people shopping for the elderly as well. I saw that some people were just putting like a little red card in their window if they needed groceries, like they ran out and then one of their neighbors would see it in the window and be able to go for them. So that was pretty cool. But that's awesome. The app or something might be a little more effective if someone's not like checking on your window every day. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. I also saw, um, I think some of the companies that were making some of the stuff were um, GM and Ford. Like, I, I don't think they're making cars anymore. They stopped making cars. They're making ventilators instead. I saw that um, Harbor Freight was going to be donating their supply of masks and gloves to hospitals. The company that makes the Major League Baseball jerseys um, is going to be producing masks and hospital gowns. There was that um, that guy, uh, that my pillow guy that I saw on the press conference that he shut down his, well, most of his production and is going to be making masks. I saw I think a lot of the fashion companies in New York were starting, instead of making whatever it is for their new, you know, spring or summer line, they stopped and they're making masks. And I saw another story that was Rice University and they might have developed a low-cost ventilator that would only cost $300, which is just crazy. And I don't know if it's even close to production or if it works or not, but it's amazing to see all of this innovation and know that even in these terrible times, there's something positive that we can look forward to and that all of these people are really coming together just because they care about one another and they want to make sure that their fellow Americans are okay. Yeah, I think that's really great for big companies to be caring so much about what's going on in our country because a lot of them could just be like, forget about you guys. We still care about making money for ourselves, which, you know, some of the bigger companies could go without making all that money for a little bit. So it's really inspiring to look at. I've also seen that the environment is actually doing really good now that a lot of people aren't traveling and just staying in. I saw like some smog cleared up in like LA or something and some animals were coming down to villages and stuff, which I think is funny. I would like to see like some goats come through my town. <laughs> yeah, definitely some small wins out there. And the age we are, it's it's crazy to see because we've never dealt with anything like this. We've never lived through anything like this. So it's all new to us. And obviously this is tragic and any death is tragic, but it's really good to see people coming together and trying to overcome this problem that we're dealing with. And I think it's just for everybody's, you know, individual mental health, it's important to look at the bright side as much as you can because you're going to drive yourself insane at home just thinking about all the terrible things that could go wrong because trust me I do that I'm really bad at kind of 
spiraling like I I I always want to jump to the worst conclusion like what's the worst possible thing that could happen because I feel like oh if I deal with it in my head like first before it happens I'll be better prepared I'll be better like mentally prepared for whatever the situation is but that's just right now that's just it's it's not something that I want to do because it's it's depressing and I want to find ways that I can be helpful and you know see to the other side of this yeah I think that's a really good attitude to have because I think about half the people are really worried about it and then half the people don't care because they're like it hasn't affected me at all it's not a big deal which I mean I get that a little bit but you have to realize it's not always you that things are going to affect you have to be worried for people around you as well not be kind of so selfish you know and if you're okay with it and you're having a good attitude about it and you're not worried about the virus at all, then it's a really good opportunity for you to help out people who are a little bit more worried about it and bring them that lightheartedness that they need. And I almost kind of wonder if that's why like shows like Tiger King are so popular right now is because people just want to watch something like ridiculous, just like honestly ridiculous, just get their mind off of it. And they don't want to be watching serious things that kind of worry them. They want that escapism. And I mean, Tiger King is definitely that. Like, it's just, it's a ridiculous show. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Like, it seems like our lives are so crazy right now since we've never seen something like this, that if you watch a show that seems like even more crazy, you're like, oh, well, life isn't that bad. I could be living through something like that. Right. Like, it's all going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. And it's really hard with the message that we're trying to promote on this podcast with basically living up to your potential, doing more things every day. You're kind of stuck right now in the amount of things that you can really accomplish. And there's so much uncertainty as far as people's financial situations go. There's a few people that have commented on our Instagram post that they had lost their job and or they had been laid off. And it's just it's it's a really bad time for all of that. And so maybe you can't make all of the changes that you are hoping to make this year. Maybe this is a huge, huge bump in the road for you and it's not going to work out exactly how you thought this year. I would say just keep trying to look at the small things that you can do better every day. Like if you're that person that's been sleeping in every day, maybe start setting that alarm again and just get yourself back on a regular schedule. Maybe that's all you can do right now. Maybe you can't keep paying off whatever debt it is because you need to hoard that cash in case you are going to lose your job and you're going to need that cash in in the future. Just because you're changing your plans of what you can get accomplished doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means you're dealing with life and, you know, vent about it, whine about it, but then in the end, you're going to have to deal with it. So, I I think that's kind of what I'm going to do this week is just try to look at the small things that I can accomplish and if that just means setting the alarm and getting that walk in before I start with the rest of the day, I think that's, you know, one small thing that I can get done. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that in times like these when you're struggling it's okay to have a bad day a bad couple weeks and just feel bad about what's happening in your life and wish it was going a little bit better but at some point you do have to pull yourself out of that which is what I've been trying to do I'm I don't think the quarantine has been that hard on me because I like to stay home just for my motivation it's a little a little difficult so I'm gonna try to get up earlier in the morning get a little bit more things accomplished with cleaning my house, maybe some extra projects around the house. Who knows? I'll try to come up with something. But, and I also think it's important to stay connected with other people. It's a good time to just FaceTime your family, 
do something online even because we can't actually see each other. This is a great time to use the internet comparatively to usually I try to get off my phone because I'm on it too much. Right now, I all you can do is use your phone basically. So why not to stay in touch with people around the world? It's a really good use of social media. And I'm sure when all of this is over, We'll all want to break from our phone for a little bit. We'll want to see everybody in person. But it's a good utilization of your phone and social media for now because that's all we can do. So we can be thankful for the fact that we can FaceTime our family and we don't just have to call them. We can see their faces. So that's great. Yeah, and even some of our family on Facebook, they made a Facebook group with a bunch of our family members just to check in on how everyone was doing because we have family that lives in like Idaho and Washington and Italy and Ohio, and then I'm in South Carolina, Lindsay's in Texas. Our family's everywhere, so it's really cool that they made a Facebook group just for us to check in with each other, see how everyone is surviving this right now. Yeah, and I don't have a personal Facebook, so this is news to me right now (laughs) that they did that, but I'm just checking in with um, Isabel and my parents and Vicky, and that's kind of how I'm staying connected, and then they just let me know what's going on. Yeah, not saying you have to have social media. I'm cool with not being on it very much either. I try not to use my social media that often. Yeah, I went down to just Instagram a few, I don't know, was it a few years ago or just like a year ago? I really don't remember if it was like a year ago. I think it was just like a year ago. A year ago. Yeah, just because I was spending so much time on it and that was kind of my first step of becoming more productive was, okay, I need to peel back on the things that I'm wasting my time on. So I don't have it. I just have my personal Instagram and then obviously the Instagram for Live Potentially and the Facebook for Live Potentially, which, you know, spend enough time on that. So I don't think I'm going to go back and get the Facebook. I'll just get my information through Isabel, but definitely a good idea to set up a group if you do have Facebook. Gotta make sure that your family's okay. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I know it was just kind of a mix of us chatting about life and a little bit about some good news surrounding the coronavirus. And I hope that you guys are doing well. I hope that you still have your job. And if you don't have a job still, hold strong. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna see the other side of it. It's going to turn around eventually. And I hope that you keep turning into the Potentially podcast to keep your spirits up. Listen to our thoughts during this entire crisis, and we will see you again on Thursday.